Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Weekly Awakening Podcast. This is your host, Cosmic Colleen, back with another weekly astrology update. Now, I know, I know I surprised you guys with the last two weeks of having no episode, and I have a good explanation of that, but before we get into that, I want to talk about what we're going to talk about on this week's podcast episode. So today, Thursday the 4th, Mars moves into Capricorn, and that's actually a great thing, guys. Mars is exalted, working at his best and his strongest and his most structured in the sign of Capricorn. Then on Monday the 8th, Mercury, which is direct now, Mercury retrograde went direct this week in Sagittarius, will square Neptune. That will be quick, but, uh, and fleeting, but, you know, we'll bring a little bit of a punch Tuesday the 9th, Mars and Capricorn was sextile Saturn and Pisces. Thursday, we got the new moon in Capricorn. Friday, Mars and Capricorn will trine Jupiter in Taurus. And Saturday, Mercury moves back into Capricorn where it began its retrograde at. Okay, so guys, again, I am really sorry about the last two weeks. <laughs> Sagittarius season fucked me up. If you know, the, I did one, the last two weeks I didn't do one, then I did one, and then I didn't do one before that. And if you can hear, I'm still kind of nursing off a sickness that I didn't even get to heal or rest. Um, as we know, Saturn moved into Pisces in March of 2023. So my mutable signs, that's my Virgos, my Geminis, my Pisces, my Sagittarius's, we've been getting hit a little bit. And depending on where we are in the astro season and how that's affecting our natal planets, we're being stopped, stalled, and just like getting kind of that extra hardships a little bit in life. The ones that are, you know, teaching us how to persevere and how to grow and how to change and how to shift all those wonderful things that Saturn likes to bring to you. So since Saturn moved into my seventh house of relationships, marriage, other people, the reflection of someone else, just the important people. It's the house of the important people in your life, really. Uh, I have mutable planets across the board. So it has squared my sun, my Mercury, opposition to my moon. And when I went to the fourth house, um, when we began Sagittarius season, the fourth house, everything just was crazy. You know, the salon was absolutely insane, which I'm grateful for with, you know, hair, my kids' schedule, my mother's health, a few other things, and it just sort of came crashing down. And I said, you know what? I, I didn't even have the energy to do the podcast that week. And I know well enough that when I force myself to do something when I'm not in the right energy or the right mind frame, that it doesn't come out correct. And I end up hating the episode. So I just said, you know what? I am surrendering to the universe. I didn't put any pressure. I just said, it is what it is. You know, this is my favorite outlet, and I hate disappointing those of you who look forward to this, but I just had to do it. So I'm back in the game a little bit. Now, I'm actually leaving for California on Friday for five days uh, to go spend some time with family that need to have a little family love. So that's why I'm talking about next week's episode, uh, or next week's transits on this episode. So thank you forbearing with me and happy 2024 everyone one of the things you know if you listen to my podcast for a long time and now i think everyone does it is i pick one <clears throat> one word and my word for this year is unbothered and it's funny since i decided i think i talked about in the episode about a month ago you know the universe definitely presents you with things that you um you know, towards the word that you picked and has definitely given me experiences where I can practice being unbothered. But 
one of the other things that have happened is while I've been going through a lot of, you know, different hardships over these last couple weeks, it's brought about different feelings inside of me and triggered different things. And I've been asking myself, you know, especially in those harder situations or the ones where my ego doesn't want me to give in or play in, I said, what's the right thing to do? That's just what I keep asking myself. And honestly, I've asked myself a million times since January 1st, what is the right thing to do? And the right thing to do is the thing that comes from our heart, right? The thing that feels okay in our heart. And usually when you realize the right thing to do, you're kind of like, ah, oh, shit. You know, like, all right, I guess I'll do the right thing, universe. So really take that in this week, next week, all of 2024, all of January, as much as you can say to yourself when you come up on these situations when even if you're right even if you're right and you're like no i'm not talking to them they did this this and this say to yourself what's the right thing to do doesn't matter how you feel what's the right thing to do and i think that's a really good message for 2024 and even in capricorn season right at during capricorn season there's a lot about doing the right thing if you know most capricorns unless they got like a real crazy uh you know moon and first house lineup what they usually seek the right thing to do they want to think to do the right thing they want to have honor and they want to you know just they just do the right thing so ask yourself what is the right thing to do. I think I said that sentence enough that it will be in your head forever. Um, all right, so again, Sagittarius season, bye-bye. I'm ready to be in Capricorn season, and Mars in Capricorn is getting us all a little bit more aligned, all right? And like I said, I love this placement, Mars and Capricorn, for taking action towards getting your affairs in order, getting life in order, Mars is our the planet of our momentum, our drive, uh, you know, what keeps us going, our really like, ooh, energy that's within us. And that can, you know, fluctuate between high and low and bad and good and, and all, everything in between. And you'll kind of see where your natal Mars is to kind of see how it normally acts out. But when it's in Capricorn, it's very strict and taking action and bringing all of your affairs into order lengthening and taking diligent and precisive steps in the direction towards an action plan. So we got Mars, right, in Capricorn sign, which is a malefic sign, but with Capricorn, again, brings that grounded structure. And Mars is exalted. Mars is working very well. Mars is like the god of war who's calm, cool, and collected, knows how to go in and strike, but has that, like, that solid, like, you're not going to get a reaction from me, and that's how I'm going to get ahead type of vibe. So when you want this action plan and you know mercury retrograde like i said we kind of like began a plan and then when it moved back into sagittarius we were like okay let me be more open-minded to the plan but it's a little bit everywhere and now with mars and capricorn mercury direct and we'll move back into capricorn like we know the direction and we know the action plan we need to take and we're not scared to do it and we're not feeling all over the place again we're going to be very vigilant and uh precise and we're gonna say this is what we're gonna do now my capricorn placements are gonna obviously be feeling this a little bit more juiced up or if you have mars and capricorn capricorn rising sun moon they're gonna be feeling this a little bit more jizzed up 
Uh, juiced up, not jizzed up. <laughs> Sorry, my mind still feels kind of everywhere. <laughs> All right, so Capricorn suns. I want to talk about this for a little bit for my Cap Sun, my Cap Rising, my Cap Boom. This is going to be about taking action at work, streamlining ideas, especially at work or with your life plans and goals, and gaining authority, as well as just sort of gaining power within that and, and gaining a deeper understanding of how you need to maneuver your power to take these actions at work and to streamline these ideas and these life plans and these goals. <clears throat> My cap risings, it's going into your first house. So going to bring a lot of strength and emotional strength, mental strength, physical strength, you know, and also kind of this might conjure up some internal fears, but it will be matched with a deep desire to fight, you know, to fight those battles within yourself because you are ready to conquer those battles within yourself. You will win those battles within yourself within this, you know, while Mars is in Capricorn for that stay. And, you know, you will have a lot of determination to, again, do the daily habits, the daily discipline habits in your life that bring you, you know, great spiritual gifts and align yourself within that. So my cat mooned, you got to feel a little bit of the same with the <clears throat> determination to do daily habits, you know, to get your daily habits aligned, to match where you want to be in life and to match that like spiritual groundedness as well as to bring you grounded. Also for my cat moons, you know, your deeper, your deeper, more painful moments, you know, will be a little bit exposed. But again, you'll have that drive and the ambition towards the personal success. So you're going to see that. You're going to honor it. You're going to understand it a little bit. And you're going to be like, you know what? I'm conjuring past my own bullshit. I'm going to move beyond this and I'm going to take action because I'm sick of my own bullshit. You know, you ever get, what's the saying? Sick and tired of being sick and tired? That's definitely one of the things that, you know, my cat moons are going to finally feel. And you're going to be taking your power back. You're going to be taking your drive back to from what was ever holding you back. Now, again, for everyone else, like I said at the beginning, in general, you're going to feel more constructive drive, more constructive energy, and not just like aimless energy or no energy. It's going to be very constructive which I think is the most appropriate word for Mars in, in Saturn sign of Capricorn, constructive. There's also going to be circling back to getting you, you know, circling back to what gets you working like a soldier again, like I said, especially for my cat placements. But like, what gets you working hard and at your best? What are you most efficient? When are you doing all the things you know your mind, body, and soul needs, plus everything around you? You know, how does that look? Are you getting up every morning and reading and meditating or doing yoga or working out? And then before that, like, what are your routines that help you act like a strong, good soldier that you are? America. <laughs> um, the will to keep pushing through. And again, that's, you know, in Capricorn season, that's really strong right now in general. But when you got Mars in Capricorn season... You know, that uh, I guess Capricorn season, there can be pushing through and persevering no matter what. But when you have Mars there, it really adds to that. Like I said, just pushing through, keep pushing through, getting out of that muddy water. Now, next week, we'll tie this into. So this is all beginning. It's this week, the next two weeks. We're in Capricorn season, but these next two weeks are really powerful for my cat placement. So we have the new moon in Capricorn 
However, before that, Mars in Capricorn was sextile Saturn in Pisces. And Capricorn is Saturn ruled side, so we got Mars in the side. Mars is sextiling, which is like making a, a an idea or beginning of a promise or an understanding of the nature of Venus, something lighthearted, full of love, which as much love as you can get when we're talking about Mars and Saturn, the two malefics coming together, but a little light sextile. So I laughed because the first thing that popped in my head was like, well, my my Pisces placements are going to finally get a little structure or they're going to be forced to get a little structure or they're going to be forced to do some things that make them uncomfortable but are important for their mental, mind, body, and soul evolution. This is going to bring, again, this is Mars and Capricorn, sextile Saturn and Pisces, aligning boundaries or really placing them um, where they're needed, constructive boundaries, putting pressure in the right direction or applying correct pressure towards someone or towards something in your life, breaking through stuck mindsets and timelines and, you know, realignment is going to be speaking really loud this week, especially for, you know, the constructive realignment with this Capricorn energy and that Capricorn moon. So we're going to start feeling that, you know, Mars at the, I guess it's this weekend. What day, what day is that? I wrote that down. Um, yeah, so where am I here? Uh, oh, yeah, so it's actually going to be right on the 9th next Tuesday. We should start feeling it on Sunday, but next Tuesday right in time for the new moon in Capricorn. Now, there can be within this as well hard, we're still talking about Mars, sextile Saturn, hard but healthy restructuring, um, taking a family trauma or old history or a pattern you know, taking it in and understanding it with a warrior spirit and saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, evolutionize this with a warrior spirit. So those are some ideas to think about as we enter this new moon in Capricorn. Now with the new moon in Capricorn, it will be squaring both the nodes, you know, the south and um, the north node. It will be sextile Neptune it will be trine Venus and conjunct Pluto on its way out of that new moon into Aquarius. So, you know, nothing too, too major, honestly. You could say it could be a little bit with that conjunct Pluto or with the nodes because it's both. But uh, I really, yeah, and it's trine Uranus. I just forgot about that, too. It's sort of like the malefics or the harder stuff, again, is working together, is what I see with this new moon, working together for your highest good and for your most structured self. If you're someone who doesn't like structure, who hates it, who fights it, but needs it, it might be a little bit harder for you, but I think most people are going to just lean into it, lean into the lessons, lean into the structure, lean into doing something different that brings you more grounded energy. You know, next week, I sense is going to be very, very grounding. And then we're going to talk about the transit after the new moon that's going to add to that grounded energy. So this moon cycle, you know, coincides again with the alignment of the year that we mostly look at. Yes, the zodiac calendar begins on March 21st, Aries season, but whatever, the new years that we've created here, it often in January is like, again, how do I need to get into alignment and how am I off alignment? How... You know, this is a good question you can ask yourself. How do you need to make your life more practical? That's going to be one of the questions that come with this new moon. Where do you need practicality energy? How do you need to be more practical? 
Maybe it's a mindset. Maybe it's in your actions. Maybe, you know, it's in the way you're treating your soul, your body. How do you need to be more practical? Maybe you're off in la-la land a little too much about something, you know, or where in your life, you know, again, do you need to be more practical? <laughs> Why did I write that twice? Because maybe it's telling me, Colleen, be a little practical. I, I can be practical. I've had to learn that I can I can be up in the stars, all my mercury and all over the place, but I've definitely have learned over the last couple of years how to bring more practical energy into my life. And I've become quite grounded. So for those of you who need a little more grounding, you know, expect it with this transit. And it can serve you in a positive way. Again, if you allow it, if you allow that grounded feeling, if you're someone who's always in fight or flight or go, 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 being grounded might feel uncomfortable to you. But again, lean into it because nothing bad is going to become from being grounded in your life and bringing more grounded energy. And in general, everyone is just going to be feeling more grounded next week. So I'm kind of excited about that, especially off the heels of this crazy Sagittarius season where everything was all over the place and nuts. And it was just extra nuts. It was extra nuts. And again, my mutable signs probably know what I'm talking about because we all felt the more extra, extra with being all over the place. There's going to be a little bit, you know, with the sextile to Neptune is going to be dropping the veil uh, Neptune can bring our delusions, our illusions, where we're too dreamy, where we're all over the place. So again, this is about grounding ourselves, this new moon. So dropping the veil around some sort of fairy tale or some sort of idea that's really not serving you. And if you get to the depth of it, maybe there's not that much depth to it. Um, the illusions that we may have been looking for in something, someone you know, some place and, you know, looking in a light rose colored glass, but, you know, trust the grounded perspective that comes with this because it's going to be a little bit like get real, get realistic and start kind of getting it together a little bit because um, you need to. So again, if you've been avoiding something like trying to do that nice avoidant or have been sort of in this illusion you've been telling yourself, there's going to be some grounded energy for you. Um, marching forward, these are still some of the things, some of the themes for the new moon. Marching forward with a grounded plan. This is going to be, again, beginning of a calm moon cycle. Um, just bringing more calm energy into your life, you know, and really the two weeks from that new moon, focusing on bringing that calmer energy into your life. And what does that look like? Except accepting darker parts of yourself, others, life with an open heart and an open understanding. So when you see that darker stuff, which Capricorn brings, you're going to be meeting it again with a little bit more open heart and understanding, maybe even non-judgmental, just saying, okay, it is what it is. This is where we're at. Now, the Friday after that new moon, Mars and Capricorn will try Jupiter in um, Taurus. So I love, again, grounded energy, the two worst sides. So again, bringing more drive towards a peaceful and soulful way of life or living. Some of my earth signs are going to figure out how to be a little less cranky. <laughs> my Capricorns figure out, okay, let me bring a little more joy, you know, because sometimes earth signs can be too serious. They can be too much, you know, so there is this balance within that. So if you find yourself or you know, have a pretty heavy Capricorn placement and you take everything too fucking serious, you know, or other earth signs within yourself too serious, this might be like, all right, I need to be less cranky about this. I need to let, be less stubborn about this idea. I just need to be more open hearted with that. There's also purposeful stubbornness with this transit as well. 
purposeful stubbornness. Separate from I need to be, be less cranky and stubborn to purposeful stubbornness. Like, no, I'm actually not doing that because it's the benefit of my health. You know, things like that. Like really being stubborn with yourself, maybe with junk food or person, place, or thing, or a boundary. But again, it's very purposeful. It feels good. It feels needed. And a strong drive to do great things and to keep, you know, figuring out how to do those great things and maybe even like deliver those messages. Get more grounded with your spirituality. Get more grounded in what you, you know, love. I think there's a little bit of that too. Like with Jupiter and Taurus, sometimes we can, in Taurus, right? It's our, it's our loves, meaning not just love romance, but like good food, good wine, good everything that makes us feel good. And Jupiter there has expanded that. And for this last, you know, since May, it's been good and bad expansion within that. But with Mars and Capricorn again, we'll, we'll bring a little bit more of like that constructive, health, you know, that constructive joy, like, okay, you know, I'm just going to do this, I'm going to go out tonight, and I'm going to have three glasses of champagne, and then tomorrow, but that's it, and then I'm cutting myself off, and then tomorrow, I'm going to, you know, make sure I do yoga, and stretch, and, you know, be kind to myself, so again, there's more of that, taking back a little bit more of control, if you felt a little bit all over the place, with like drinking, or partying, or sexing or whatever it is if it's not it's feeling too much for your soul this is a good time to like bring that back and align that happiness within that so again i'm really i'm excited for this new moon cycle in capricorn i think it's the grounded energy we all need uh right now and to kind of start and kick off the year of 2024 and then saturday mercury moves back into capricorn no longer retrograding, but it's going back to Capricorn and things are going to, the plan's going to be coming together. The plan is, had, it fell apart <laughs> when Mercury retrograded in Capricorn. Then it went back to Sagittarius, where it's being a little more open hearted and fighting through, you know, the ideas and things like that. And now it's moving direct back into Capricorn. So you're moving ahead with that solid plan, with that solid foundation, and it's going to be working out in a very solid, positive way. Dun, dun, dun. Whew. Thank you guys again for listening, for tuning in, for bearing in. You know, I, I hate, you know, even though I don't have like 10,000 people a month or a week listening to this, you know, I have a, a good hundred, no, more than a hundred, good few hundred that listen to this weekly, which I'm so grateful for that I've built up to that. So I just feel kind of like my own BS, like I'm letting you down when I just sort of don't tell anyone I'm not doing a podcast and but you guys understand it's just the flow of life and sometimes you just have to surrender. And when it comes to creative projects, when it comes to, you know, reading energy or the energy of the planets or, or what's tuned in, you know, sometimes you could just, do, you know, you can get to a spot where it's just like, no, I can't, you know, like nothing was commuting there. I just could not do that. So again, I apologize. I don't like to do that. And hopefully I won't have that happening too many times in 2024. <laughs> Here's hoping to that, but I'm sure it'll be another wild ride with Saturn having a whole other year in Pisces, you know? And I was just listening to the astrology podcast and it's like a four hour, this one for the, the year ahead. And I was already getting in my head thinking about when Saturn um, squares Jupiter and Gemini, you know, in August and in December, but we're not going to go that far ahead. We're just going to wait. We're going to be in today. Okay. Everyone be in today. Be here now. You know, I have that tattooed on two different sides on my wrist, one for other people to see and one for me to see. Be here now. 
that's one of the biggest messages that can come with, you know, the new moon in Capricorn is be here now. Be grounded in this moment. Stop going so far out or so far behind. Be here in this moment. All right. Thank you, everybody. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys. Um, again, this week, we'll listen to this episode for next week. I will be in California. And then the week after, I will be back. I promise. I won't leave you guys hanging again. Have a beautiful, grounded new moon. And I hope everyone has an amazing 2024 in January. And don't forget the most important question. What is it? What is the right thing to do?